started here then, um, and uh, and go from there. So let me begin by saying, hey everybody, this is the Enemy Slam podcast. This is episode number one hundred and sixty-four, like Nintendo sixty-four. Oh my god! I'm your usual host, Jared, and I'm joined today by Mr. Trevor Bowles. Fewer nets, more money. I got Mr. Michael Mahoney. What's good, y'all? I got Mr. Doug Wilson. Your mama says hi. I got Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Wake up, sheeple. The cat's got your pipe. There's so many people here. I got Mr. J. Joseph Jr. How come I always come out last in the roll call now? I don't feel like you do. Do you? (laughs) It does. I feel like I'm actually pretty conscious of the order in which I call people out. Um, Yeah. Oh, Michael was first. Uh, and everybody, everybody agrees with that. Okay, you know what? Fine, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever you guys want. Just call it what it is. Jay's at the back of the announcement bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I expect him to stand up and give his seat to Doug should the need ever arise. My legs hurt, Jay. <laughs> I, I mean, how, how can I give my seat to Doug if he's another black guy? That doesn't. That's actually very. Out. That's very true. That's a very astute observation. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, Doug is black. If anyone was wondering, we got a big, fantastic show for you tonight, including a, a special surprise uh, coming up here in just a little bit. But why don't we start by just kind of uh, running through some of the uh, pieces of news of the week? And I actually wanted to start with these uh, rumors that are going around that uh, Game Freak is hiring. And hey, before we get to that, yeah, uh, just, just real quick. I'll just say that John Trad last week, he's, or, or this week, he wanted to set the record straight. He said he said a lot of and, stuff. And boy, didn't that he. That could be misconstrued in all sorts of ways. Oh, yeah, I missed this. What did he say? That's all I wanted to say. He, he, <laughs> he, basically, he basically said that he said things that could be misconstrued and then clarified <laughs> all of his opinions on how white people have it really bad. And um, yeah. To he, be fair, they do. He didn't oh, wait till I get to Mass Effect. You, you just wait, buddy. I don't think he fixed anything. Um, but whatever. <laughs> so, for the course. I mean, what's it, what's it matter? Um, but yeah, he uh, he basically said like, I think everyone misunderstands me. I'm a white nationalist. <laughs> oh okay. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes it better. A white yeah, no, sure. a white nationalist named Jafari. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was, that was a funny spot, right? <laughs> Whatever you say, um, cool. Yeah. So anyway, it won't it won't hurt him. It's just gonna help him. He's things are <laughs> things are gonna be fine for him. Uh, not like uh, not like Tim Allen, who's got the uh, Anne Frank Foundation like breathing down his neck because he compared Hollywood to like 1930s Germany. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. Yeah, he made an oopsie. Classic Tim. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, but yeah, Game Freak's hiring, guys. And there's a lot of speculation that that means that they're making a uh, a, a Pokemans game. And nope. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I said pretty definitively on this podcast at some point that Nintendo would not make a Pokemon game, like a core Pokemon game for the Switch. Because if they do... They're going to kill the 3DS, incidentally. Like, um, and Nintendo kept saying, like, we don't see the Switch as a replacement, uh, but it kind of, it kind of looks like they might do it. 
<laughs> so okay, but did we consider that they're probably just making Pokemon Stadium? I mean, three? yeah, that is that actually really is probably what's happening. the The most likely answer is that they're making pretty much anything else. Um, <laughs> although I'm curious because I don't pay a lot of attention to who actually makes Pokemon games. Like I know who makes the core ones, obviously, but. But who makes like the the bullshit ones? Like who made Pokemon Snap? Was that Game Freak that did that, or was it a, some kind of subsidiary? Oh, I don't know. What do I look like? Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia, and I don't think they did. I don't think they made Pokemon Snap. So up until this point, they pretty much have only made core Pokemon games, or at least their remakes, like Heart Gold and Soul Silver and uh, those kind of things. So. I don't know. So who who made um, Gale of Darkness? I don't think it was Game Freak. Um, maybe maybe well maybe they should make Gale of Darkness too. Yeah, this, the Gale of Darkness you know, is not on the Wikipedia page. I want them to make this full 3D Pokemon, and then everyone bitches like this is just Pokemon in 3D. Because <laughs> that's all it's going to be. People already did that with the new Pokemon. Yeah, it's pretty much. Well, now they really do it. It's pretty much what Sun and Moon is, but yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that there's anything they can do with it that will be like the right thing to do at this point because they don't... What If you want Nintendo to do something, they're not going to do that, most likely. <laughs> like, if there's something where you're like, you know what would be so great is if yeah. they did this, that's, that's not happening. That's not well, it's happen. a winning strategy. No matter what they do, people convince themselves they love it. I mean, that's not entirely true. Uh, Federation Force is pretty much a fart across the board. I don't think yeah. there's. I don't think there's anybody who would defend Metroid Federation Force. I would defend it. I'm you, sure he's out there. You didn't Jack play and it. Phantom. I don't know, man. But I mean, I, yeah, you you just said you want. You didn't think there really, I just want to be contrarian. I'll defend Federation Force. Okay. I think Federation Force. Yeah, tell is me. The tell best. me how good it is. How good is it? I think it. I think it is better. Then Super Metroid, oh yeah, um, for sure. Combined, combined with a blowjob. I mean, Super Metroid's a garbage game, and blowjobs are the worst part of sex. So it just what? stands to reason that that you're right. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> you're probably what? doing it wrong, Jared. I'm I'm sorry, Trevor. You're right. Super Metroid's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> it's not as bad as like uh, Prime Hunters or Zero Mission. Or like a blowjob. <laughs> So sorry, I didn't mean to. I did, I got kind of alarmist there. Didn't mean to to screw that up for everybody. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, Metroid's never coming back. So go to hell, people who like it. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's kind of like what the press release said. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, Reg, Reggie Fizeme did an interview and he said like, look for Metroid later in the year, and they'd have an update for us. Uh, which I mean, what does it mean? I'm thinking Federation Force DLC seems like a. No, I'm thinking Federation Force Amiibos. Oh God, that's it. That is it. Jay's one hundred percent right. I hope. I can only hope. Um, that that sounds great. So let's hope they do that. All the really bad Amiibo. I mean, I guess they made that Zelda game that was pretty well received. That's something. But whatever. Which All one right. are you? Are you talking about? Four Swords? No, uh, Breath Breath of the Wild. Oh, but yeah, everyone, oh, Minish Cap. Everyone loved Four Swords too. So actually, Minish Cap's pretty good. 
Actually, uh, I can't really think of a bad Zelda other than the um, CDI ones. So. Minish Cap is really yeah. a pretty good game. I can't, can't think of a single, single yeah, single Minish Cap Zelda. was pretty What are you hating on Minish Cap? Yeah, man. Stop talking shit on even the really, Cap. Even the really bad ones are have some value to them. Trevor, I, you mentioned... I just thought this was interesting because it's not really something that we've ever discussed. Because um, you mentioned that you had discovered this this piece of... Uh, this like Discord plugin that you were using. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I actually wanted to like even just take a step back and just ask you like, are are you really loving Discord? Like, is it pretty much replaced like Teamspeak and Skype and all those programs for you? Uh, for me, yeah. I mean, Teamspeak's garbage compared to Discord. Discord is just so much better of a of a application with the way that the it's you know it's kind of like it's almost like a Facebook wall built in with a with like a team chat and so and the beautiful thing is it's free and you can just use it with anybody and you can create as many servers as you want so you know I have like servers with certain people I have servers with guilds I have servers with you know different groups of people in my life and it's pretty cool it's just a it's a it's a good um, application and okay, it's, this, and it's free. This brings up a question for me towards Jared. Jared. When's the last time you played a team game on the PC? Well, I mean, so obviously uh, the the only reason that I know Trevor to begin with is because we were playing Rust and, and doing group chats uh, pretty regularly. Um, but I mean, that's not an unfair uh, question to direct at me because I don't particularly care for talking to people on my PC. This is just about... <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is just about the only time at any given point where I will do it. Um, but and he doesn't like it. Uh, and I don't like it. No, I, I don't like it at all. No, I, um, I, mean, I was I was curious because I feel like I've been using Discord a while now, and so the, yeah. the question was like, okay. yeah, for me it's newfangled technology because um, I just <laughs> I don't I don't really like uh, I don't use it at all. I log into it every now and then, and like I have an account for it. But so actually. So, w- when Jared and I play games online, he actually calls me on the cell phone, and it's like, Jared, come on. Well, yeah, just like just like what I'm going to do with my hot new Nintendo Switch. I'm going to pay for their online service and then call all the people on my phone, and uh, and and game game on, buddy. So, uh, okay, so we've decided it's the definitive uh, replacement, then, right? Everybody's on board. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, what's well, Discord? Yeah, okay, good. At least someone's back here with me. Hanging out. So what was this plugin called that you were talking about? Uh I actually don't know. I I guess it's just called Musicbot. I don't think it's really got any any big, you know, name to it. Um but uh yeah, it's 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 a Musicbot for for Discord and it's really cool. It, you know, like I said, you just type in it takes a it takes a considerable amount of setup, to be honest. It uh, it is not super easy to set up. It took me probably about thirty minutes or so, thirty forty five minutes. But once you do get it set up, and then you use um, just a computer as like you ha- kind of have to have it as a server, uh, any computer. So it's, it's not like, like, a, it's big, like an IRC bot or something like that, kind of. What's a I don't server? Know, I don't know what that is, but that sounds cool. Um, <laughs> the uh, but in any case, it's really cool. You just all you have to do is type uh, uh, exclamation point and then play and then space and then literally type out any song you want in the chat in Discord. And when the bot's in there, it'll just find the song on YouTube and play the song. And it's worked flawlessly. And it's really fun. It's just a nice little jukebox thing. Like I said, I use it at work too. Um, I just leave my co- home computer on to run the run the bot and then. Play, play songs but Pretty can cool. but can it play the ultimate song i don't know you want me to test it <laughs> boston's more than a feeling no i'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure are we going I'm in sure the same can. direction i feel confident that it can play boston's more than a feeling <laughs> 
I am I, definitely confident. I hope it can play it as a piano medley, but, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm going to say, what does it turn it into? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you got to uh, wish small uh, sometimes. Um, Don't worry. I think one of our fans will actually get this joke. Guys, we're going to cool ones. We're going to have to talk about we're going to have to talk about some sad stuff in a little bit. Um, but before we, before we do, I thought we could talk about some happy stuff. Uh, and so I, I, I have a, a little surprise. Video games never make me happy. I have a tiny little surprise for you guys uh, that I thought you might appreciate. Um, it's the return of a hit new game that's <laughs> sweeping the nation. Uh, <laughs> it's called it's it's called Sonic or Sitcom. Nice. Oh, damn. I don't know if you. I don't know if you could. Uh, I don't know if you could believe this, but uh, Sonic Boom seasons. There have been two, and yet we've almost racked up a hundred episodes of Sonic Boom, uh, because each season. Uh, so they ordered like forty episodes. Seasons. Yeah, That's what they did. Each season's. Or they, they did like um. Really? Yeah. No shit. Wow. <laughs> also. Welcome. It is always on. It's airing right now. There will be a new episode this week. Like, it, it's never not on. <laughs> well, I guess. It's never not on. This is a Sonic TV show? Sonic Boom is a TV show. Uh, Sonic or Sitcom is the hit new game that's sweeping the nation. I don't think uh, we can call it a hit new game. We've been playing this. We play this, like, we started it years ago. So, Trevor, but very infrequently. Like, when did the air the, the show aired in like what? Oh, when is our when is our first Sonic or sitcom here? Hang on, let's. Like our first Sonic or sitcom had to be 2014, 2015. This is not 2015, I believe. We 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 played it like several years ago, and then we that wrote is... our own Sonic Boon episodes for episode 100. It was 2014. It was over 100 episodes ago because it was episode 57. Wow. Yep, we I were, told you. We were just learning about <laughs> Amiibos, and uh, uh, Jay kicked that girl off a cliff in Far Cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, was a good, that is a good memory. I do have good video game-related memories. Those are the good days. <laughs> I remember when I killed that woman. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor... Uh, and it's not like I killed her in any old way. I killed her with an elephant. Since, since, yeah, you, man. since you're the odd man out, and like this is your first, uh, your first Sonic or sitcom, uh, we're, I'll fill you in. Basically, Sonic Boom is a, a cartoon starring everyone's favorite hedgehog, Sonic, and all of his mm-hmm. friends. And uh, it just so happens that it has very little to do with Sonic going fast and very lots to do with Sonic going to, like, his job. Or <laughs> midlife crisis. Yeah, like, it, it's... Uh, All right. And so Sonic or Sitcom is a game where I read to you an episode description uh, of the show, and your job is simply to tell me whether it is an episode of Sonic Boom or if it is a popular, roughly mid-90s uh, sitcom. You oh, have to okay. Guess the sitcom too. Gotcha. If you can guess the sitcom, extra points. Yeah, extra points. Cool. Now, Sounds in, good. In the past, we've played independently of each other, but since there's uh, five of you, I almost wonder if we should. Or, or wait, how many of you is there? There's a lot of you. Uh, I'm almost wondering if we should split you guys into teams. I'm on Lucio's team. Okay, so Lucio and Jake are right. on team. Uh, I only ever pick sitcoms, so uh, no one wants me on their team. <laughs> I'll be on your team. Doug, uh, Trevor, and Michael can be a team. I'm going to need team names. Lucio, Jay, what's your team name going to be? The Minority Action Packed Hour. Team Minority Action Packed Hour. I'm just going to call you Team Minority. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Doug, Michael, Trevor, I'm going to need a team name for you. Big Team White Dudes. Oh, that's pretty good. White Dudes. I was going to say Team Lucio and Jay. 
That's, a good that is also acceptable. Nice chaotic choice. I, I like your name, guys. All right, it's going to be white, white dudes versus minorities. Here we go. That's actually pretty much how it worked out. Uh, you know, guys, this is the tribalization that JonTron has been trying to warn us about. <laughs> this is almost exactly what he was concerned about. Races would come together to fight over Sonic or sitcom. I'm going to let Team Minority go first since they are the minorities. Uh, so... Right, you got to give them everything. Affirmative yep. action. Here we are. So we'll take it. Because we'll they can't get it themselves. We'll let you guys sort it out and tell me uh, if it's Sonic or sitcom and what sitcom it is. Uh, let's go ahead and kick this off. We've got, uh, for our first question, we have Amy's mother comes to visit. Not thinking at the time, Amy had told her mother that she was married to Knuckles. Amy then persuades Knuckles to, pre- to pretend to be her husband, and in return, she will not talk for a week. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sonic, Tails, and Sticks prepare for a talent show. So, Team Minority, what do we think? Is that uh, Sonic or uh, Sitcom? Uh, I think I think sitcom. What do you think? Yeah. You guys are saying yeah. sitcom. Sitcom. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, sitcom. and team white dudes. What do you guys think? Sitcom. Pretty yeah. sure it's a sitcom. Let's Welcome back, Carter. Although there are enough specifics in there that it could be either or. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys are correct. It is a sitcom. Uh, for the you know how are you? How did you know? Because he's married to Knuckles. She should be married to Sonic. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. She's going to marry Knuckles. I just, uh, yeah, well, that's why it was a humorous situation because she wouldn't marry Knuckles. Ah, exactly. It's all, it's all good. It's just so unrealistic. Anybody know what what uh, sitcom it is? You'll I'm ne- say Cheers. You'll never guess it in a million years. Welcome oh. back, Cotter. That's my guess. Uh, friends. Very good choice. Friends. <laughs> Not friends. It's uh, it's sister sister. Well, I knew that. I knew it was show. sister sister. Remember old sister sister. <laughs> they were right. so hot alright so it goes to team white dudes to pick first here next episode we have Styx is fed up that all the news on TV is fluff so with Tails' help she creates a podcast to speak truth to power it becomes Ooh. so popular that the TV news producers decide to fire their anchor and replace him with Styx but in order to report the truth Styx is pressured into towing the company line <laughs> What a bitch. Is that Sonic? See, that just happened in like... Or sitcom. Isn't that a real life? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Team White Dudes first. What do we think, White Dudes? Uh, sitcom. That, 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 sounds like a, that sounds like a Sonic and... That sounds like Sonic Boom. I'm inclined to say Sonic Boom as well. Okay, Michael, you can be the, you can be the tiebreaker there. Uh, team Minority, what do you guys say? Lucio, I think this is absolutely Sonic Boom. Yeah, it sounds like it. Okay, uh, you guys are both correct. It is indeed a Sonic Boom episode. Do you know? Do you know why? Because I know this about Sonic Boom now. I know. I know. I know that Sticks is like some kind of fucking conspiracy theorist on the show. Mm-hmm. Like I know that just is kind of a fact. <laughs> so, so the so the behavior was in character then. The behavior was in character. She's like the Alex Jones of Sonic. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, this goes back to Team Minority for first choice. It is Tails' birthday. Styx gives him a box full of photos from when he was younger that she found in the basement. There's also a menu on the back of one photo, which Sonic and Tails have both made lists of things they wanted to achieve in life. Sonic actually did the things on his list, but Tails did not. This starts to haunt him so badly that he decides to do the list. 
Well, I mean, is there any? Are there any more details? Does he do anything? What does he do on this that's, list? That's just that's what I got. He does. He All decides right. to do the list. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. What do you, I, I think? I want to go with sitcom. He decides to do the list. Jay, what do you think? I said sitcom already. I okay. think it's a sitcom. All right, so you guys are going sitcom. Yeah. Team White I dudes, agree. What do we think? White dudes agree. Yeah, I think that's sitcom. It okay. sounds like a sitcom. But I won't be surprised when it is Sonic. <laughs> no, you, you guys, you're out, you guys are on fire. It is indeed a uh, it is indeed a sitcom. Any oh, any guesses? My name is Earl. <laughs> what? My name is Earl. No, it's not. My name is Earl. Uh, Mark, it should have been with a list. One day at a time. <laughs> One day at a time. Uh, it is actually it is an episode of Alf. What? Oh, Alf. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a while. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna guess that. I hadn't had to think about Alf for a little while. All I remember about Alf is like he liked eating cats. Uh, That's true. He did that. like he did like eating cats. I also remember an episode of Alf where he glues a zipper to his chest uh, so that he can go to a Halloween party. You know, you guys, he's back in popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, this goes back to, uh, team white dudes, I believe. Uh, Styx kidnaps a chimpanzee from the zoo, saying he was being treated badly. Sonic investigates at the zoo and learns that the chimpanzee's mother was rushed to the hospital. Styx and the gang sneak back into the zoo and reunite the chimp with its mother. Uh, ooh. That is, that, that is a close one. I I don't know. Team White Dudes. Oh, I know it's sitcom. sitcom, and I know the exact sitcom it is. Do you <laughs> really? <it> then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, don't, don't tell us. Let's let Team Minority <laughs> guess. All right, sitcom. Moon sitcom. Okay. Doug, what, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Doug, what sitcom uh, is it? Me and the Chimp. <laughs> it's not Me and the Chimp. An American sitcom, which aired for one season on <laughs> During 1972 on CBS. It is not me and the chimp. It is actually a Mork and Mindy episode. Uh, well, that makes see, more that, sense. It would, it, would, it would be really strange that the animals would have to kidnap an animal from the zoo. That seems more like slavery. I wouldn't put that past Sonic. There is, yeah. There's all. been weirder things. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, Team Minorities. We got... Uh, Knuckles is upset when he wins a lamp in a raffle and it dawns on him that he doesn't have a home in which to keep it. He sets out to rectify this <laughs> he sets out to rectify this problem by getting a job. Wait, sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, Knuckles is upset when he wins a lamp in a raffle and it dawns on him that he does not have a home in which to keep it. He sets out to rectify the problem by getting a job. This is Team Minorities. Okay, uh, all right, I... I... I, that's I, that's I, so I depressing recall, that it has to be Sonic Boom. Yeah, yeah. Because I recall, like, like Sonic has a house, but I don't think anyone else has a house on that show. I think I think Amy has a house, doesn't she? Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Okay, but, I, 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 but you're saying Sonic Boom. Sonic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, team White dudes, what do we think? That sounds really depressing for an actual sitcom, like of real life people. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so is that what I? What I feel we, like it's Sonic. I, that's what I say. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're both correct. Man, you guys are <coughs> doing really good. That's a Sonic Boom episode. We're kind of becoming pros at this. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, next up, we have Team White Dudes. Uh, Styx discovers Dreamcaster, a mysterious figure trying to hypnotize the village in the middle of the night. The gang does not believe Styx, telling her Dreamcaster isn't real, and her paranoia is out of control. 
It's a dreamcaster. It's a hypnotist. It's a, like the game system. Dude, the cast dreams, obviously. What do we think? Team White Dudes. Sonic or sitcom? Someone's sitcom. trying to hypnotize everybody. Sitcom episode, the worst witch. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is it going to sitcom? All right. I, I, yeah, let's sitcom. sitcom. Team, team Minority, what are we saying? Uh, I, th- I think I think sitcom still. Lucio, are you in agreement there? Yeah. All right. Uh, you're both wrong. It's a Sonic Boom episode. Really? Oh, yeah, so huh. you still managed to be tied. <laughs> uh, you, have, yep. you have more up your sleeve? I got at least three more. Uh, All right. Uh, so here we go. Next up, this one's for Team Minority. Uh, while testing an invention to improve memory, Tails gains the ability to read minds, but soon gives up his newfound powers when the gang feel that their privacy has been invaded. After giving up his mind-reading powers, Tails suffers a brief moment of short-term memory loss. Meanwhile, Sonic fills in as a head scoutmaster to Orbot, Cubot, and their fellow junior woodsmen. There's a lot going on in that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds like a movie. <laughs> that sounds like an episode of Family Matters, and I'm being 100% serious. That's probably an Urkel thing. <laughs> so Dex says... <laughs> Dex says I might even point. know the episode name. So, team team white dudes, you guys are saying sitcom. Yeah, I'll yeah. stick with Doug. Okay, uh, and team minorities, what do we think? Mm-hmm. It, it, do we usually have B stories on Sonic and sitcom? I don't, I don't think so. Don't feel like it. So I mean, we're, 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 we're tied so far, so we can take the risk. On I will. Another. I will. I would comment that the uh, that the Sonic Wiki uh, is somewhat irregular in their in their summaries, but you know, eh. mm. I want to say I would say sitcom. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with sitcom. You're gonna stick with sitcom. All right. Uh, Doug has actually never been fooled by a Family Matters episode because that. Is indeed- <laughs> <laughs> that is indeed what it is. Uh, and of I've, course it is. I've tried to use it before because it's so perfect because Urkel invents things and Tails invents things. I mean, um, see, because that, that's, that's the thing. I, I felt like it felt very vaguely familiar, but it didn't feel like something from Sonic Boom. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. like, so wait, Tails uh, invents things? Tails invents things. Yeah, Tails, Tails is an inventor. That's actually a long-sounding thing. Yeah. But that was a closer one. I, I do feel like using trying to confuse Tails with Urkel is clever. Yeah, it it it, feel, it felt right, but it didn't didn't quite work. Uh, all right, all Don't right. Don't the dog, man. Next up, uh, Sonic lets martial arts action movie star Tommy Thunder follow him around and observe his process for Tommy's upcoming role. However, okay. things erupt when Tommy's over the top ego clashes with Sonic's, and he starts to claim credit for the gang's victories. I already know what this one is. I want white guys to go first because I absolutely know what but what, what, what this is. White guys, lay it on us. <laughs> We're guessing it, it. Sonic or sitcom? I say, I say I, sitcom. Yeah, I think so. I feel like I've seen this as well, but I will abstain because I always pick sitcom. <laughs> All right, so there we go, sitcom. Uh, team minorities, Jay, you say you've got this locked down. What What are you saying? This is Sonic Boom. This is Sonic Boom. And uh, yep. you are correct. It is Sonic Boom. Motherfucking yes. Broke the, broke the tie. <laughs> so uh, if you, depending on how this goes, you can you can reverse it with the last one here. Uh, I'll let Team Minority go first on this one since they kindly passed it. 
<laughs> After seeing a book on television about writing past wrongs, Knuckles recalls his mistreatment of a worker named Charlie and decides to seek him out and make amends. Unfortunately, his attempts to do good only succeed at making things worse. Oh. That sounds like an episode of The Simpsons or something. It sounds like what? Like an episode of The Simpsons or something. What do we think? Sound um, like a sitcom. I'm going to go with Busio. Say sitcom. Say sitcom. All right. Team White Dudes, what do we think? I, ha- I have a hard time believing that Knuckles has a worker named Charlie, but. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I've been pretty consistently surprised. <laughs> What, so what are we saying? I'm gonna say sitcom. You say sitcom. What do you guys yeah. think? Yep. So you I like growing it. pains. You both say sitcom. It is not. It is Sonic Boom. Really? Well, it doesn't what? matter. Lucy and I won anyway. You do. Yeah. Minorities got ahead. Team minority. Team minority is. Minorities. Uh, by one point. Congratulations to team minority. Uh, I mean, it's a little unfair because I did know. I did actually know that one when I when I when I was looking. Uh, I was reminded of Sonic Boom, and I was actually looking at the Misery episode. Oh, I think yeah. that one. I think that one was paired up because they're like only 15 minutes or something, right? Yeah, they're, they're think, short, I, which also yeah, might be why uh, there's 50 of them every season. <laughs> one could argue that we got the extra point since I guessed the uh, the episode of Family Matters. That is true. You did, true. you did get the because you did say Family Matters. You were even so confident that you thought you could name the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which is impressive in and of itself. Um, I just I love how Doug cannot be fooled by Urkel. Like he immediately, he just, as soon as he hears, it, he's like, "Ah, oh, that's Urkel. That's my boy, Urkel." I think Urkel I think and I have a lot of things in common. The next one, you should say that like there is an episode where Tails creates a machine that accidentally creates cooler Tails that everyone likes more. <laughs> I forgot what the other one we used. I think it was uh, Tails accidentally gets them like stuck on a pirate ship. And uh, yeah, yeah, and like I said, Doug, Doug wasn't even like remotely fooled by it. He he immediately knew. Uh, Not playing Doug. That it would be that. So he's so wacky. He's just a wacky guy. It's true. All right. Well, there we go. Another successful episode of Sonic or Sitcom. Uh, it won't have to be too long before we play again because they shit those things out faster. Than... <laughs> does anybody know how to make? Does anybody know how to like? stitch together like intros and outros because there would be a there could be a hilarious intro for that little you know that little episode right or that little uh bit right there we've actually done it before so this shouldn't be a problem yeah sonic or sitcoms uh uh, this is the one time where we have any production values whatsoever (laughs) awesome (laughs) so it should be uh it should be pretty fantastic well that and that and what came first we put a lot of effort into what came first Uh, oh can we play that <laughs> no, I don't think uh, I don't think it would be appropriate. Um, but this is this is good. We we did good. All right. Well, that was enough fun, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time. <laughs> now let's get back to the podcast. I think it's time we get to some serious business here. I wanna uh, I wanna let Michael tell me how he is enjoying uh, this this new uh, Mass Effect game and uh, see how that's going for him. So I my first question, of course, is how much time have you spent with it? Uh, maybe about 90 minutes or so. Okay, so just a little bit. So Yeah. And and by all accounts, it seems as though most people can agree that the game does not get off to a good start. So <laughs> bear in mind that you may be playing uh, 
potentially the worst part of the game, although there seems to be some disagreement there. Um, but uh, uh, now why is the part that they should have had the longest to work on the worst part? That's a whole other question. But anyway, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. How do you like it? It's a pretty big dog turd so far. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out you didn't though. get ahead of yourself at all. So, uh, so what, what's, yeah. what's going on? What's, what's happening? Tell daddy about it. All right. So the game starts with you making your character. And like, I, I thought it must be hyper or hyperbole the way people are talking about the character creator, but it's really not. It is garbage. Like everybody yeah, it, looks it fucking stupid. pretty bad. I mean, any character you could, or you can't create a white person is garbage. Of course. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty white. Although I, I do I think so. I, excuse me, Robert. No, he's dying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my ugly character killed me. He's getting uh, choked up at how bad the game is. He's making him sad. <laughs> I don't like this. I I started to put my character together and really couldn't make a white person because I'm white. You know, I want to make a guy who looks like me. You you can do it, but it's actually kind of hard. And I, I, I thought, like, oh, man, someone's got to be pissed off about this. So I looked it up on the Internet, and sure enough, there are plenty of people angry about it. But uh, I guess there are some tricks to actually make a white person. But, but it doesn't, see, the, it, the, the, the thing is, there are people angry about it, but it is an actual mistake because they have to patch it in later. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's I, like not something that they did, like, oh, we think their future everyone's going to be art. It's just like something where they actually could not get the character creator right on launch, and they intend I'm, to patch it. Good, because it's it a fucked up, lousy character creator. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't make a person who looks like a person. Everybody looks kind of. I mean, big. I mean it, it looks like they are using the same character creator for well, the game. Will, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the, the default model is not an improvement. So you're, you're saying that there's no way to fix it. <laughs> I mean, not that I've found. I don't. I don't have a good <laughs> sense for this. Whenever I sit down to make a character, he always ends up looking weird, no matter what the game is. Um, which is actually, you know what. In, in the original Mass Effect, I made a guy who I thought looked kind of cool, and then I got to playing him, and I was like, man, he looks it's fucking weird with his fish face. And But because of that, he actually, it actually became more charming to me. Like, oh, he's not he's not an action hero. He's just a guy. But here, it's know. just like a guy got beaten up really badly. And I don't, I don't know, Michael. In the first Mass Effect, I made Don Cheadle, and that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I I made like a custom shepherd in Mass Effect mm-hmm. One and Two, and I really loved him. Like I I came to like see him as Shepard, and and when I saw yeah, yeah. Like, when I saw like the default model, it was upsetting to me. And then when Three came out, uh, the the import system was busted, and so I couldn't actually import my dude. So mm-hmm. I had to eventually like learn to live with a different shepherd anyway, and I don't know why. Yeah, I think I think I think that happened to all of us because I I feel like in in one or two I actually did create Don Cheadle, and that's why I played as in the first two games, and then the third one I just had to be like generic beefy black guy. But it didn't happen to me because I just did default shepherd all the way. Yeah, that's but, what I should have done. Like I learned my lesson. I shouldn't have used their stupid fucking system that they see, can't even. But make see, work. that's the thing. That's a, that's the thing. That's that's the advice that they give to everyone that wants to be white. In the game, like just play as writer. That's what they're saying right now. Like, I mean, I made a pretty uh, tan, tan white or tan character, and he's all right. And then when I saw the, I could customize my sister, and I immediately screamed when I saw the default Sarah <laughs> writer, and changed her to be anything else. 
Yeah, they both look really terrible. Although when I found so out, I could. Both writers are, are brother or sister. Yeah, they're yeah, twins. twins. Yeah, yeah. I, tr- I also tried to make a black guy. I wanted to have like a big afro like Black Panther dude, but I can't do that either because when you try to make a character black, he just gets kind of like dark red. So it looks like he's really Indian. Well, because if they made a, a real black character, the second he wakes up from cryo sleep, someone's going to shoot him in the back. <laughs> well, I kind of what happened to to my Don Cheadle. Um, I I ended up making the black guy anyway, but the the voice actor for Ryder is so shitty white guy that I immediately couldn't couldn't just, put up with it. Just pretend you're playing Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, Doug found his name. So, so it's not just that you know you can't no. be white in the game. It's that that no skin tones are right. Well, yeah, I mean, got a, got a lot of Mexican guys. At least I think they look correct. <laughs> There's a well, default the Asian face, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyhow, enough about the bad character creator. Although it is really terrible. Yeah, I think it's me worth about, mentioning. Tell me about the bad dialogue. Yeah, this is about the bad dialogue. The bad acting. It's, hey, by the way. Before we do that, I had an amazing audition for Mass Effect that I think everyone here has seen. Um, yes. And I am appalled that I did not get a part after seeing the voice acting that made that game. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm done worse. Yeah, well, this I mean, is... to be to be fair, we literally, like, you couldn't have expected it to be good because they were literally crowdsourcing it and being like, anyone <laughs> could be in the game. <laughs> Even Jay. Well, no, not Jay, because he's not in the game. Well, I mean, but he could have been. I mean, you have to admit that my, my audition is definitely much better than what made it in the game. It's pretty bad, man. So tell me, uh, where do we begin? Okay, so... Where do we begin? That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Um, what, what, are our, what are our problems uh, so far? What, what would you say? Let me ask this. Let me ask this. What do you think is the biggest problem that you have faced so far in this game? Mmm... Boy, the dialogue and the voice acting are pretty bad. I, I've, I've only had a few combat skirmishes, but they're not really any fun either. Okay, uh, game of the year. It's pretty lazy. Like there are there are a lot of scenes where I'm just standing there, and I might I might have like control over my camera angle, like I can move it around. But there's like an, a scene right at the beginning where we're taking our ship and we're trying to enter the the new planet that we're supposed to colonize and we're coming through the atmosphere and we enter the world and everybody's talking about, whoa, look at this place. There's no way anybody could survive on it. And I'm just looking over the back of my guy's shoulder. Like I've got a little like quarter inch of window that I can almost look through, but I can't really see anything. Or there's another point where I'm falling out of a ship and there's things collapsing all around me and, I just I, like look at the character's back. Huh. Yeah. I, I think you're just meant to take your team's word for it. Like you just have to trust them. that plan doesn't look good. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's pretty bad so far. <laughs> I mean, you sound overwhelmed by the badness. Like, <sighs> if you, if you, it, it, I guess to rephrase Jared's question. What is like the absolute most atrocious, horrendous thing that has happened so far in the game? I'm pretty pissed off about that, uh, about entering the planet and just having to look at my own back. I, it, it was an excellent example of 
telling, not showing. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of, uh, I mean, so do you get a laziness vibe from this? Like, do you think this is... Very much so. Is it, is it incompetence, or is it literally just like, ah, oh, we don't have time, you know, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. I, I gotta spend are... more time with it, but it's it just feels really badly done. Can, 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 I, can, I, can, I, can I jump in... Can I, can I piggyback off that real quick? Because I feel like, this is what I was pointing to earlier, the reports are coming out this week. Um, so there's a little rumor, right? There's like on the Glassdoor uh, website where people are supposed to be able to anonymously report bosses or people going on and talking about, oh, the experience at Bauer was awful and all that kind of stuff. And as we know, it's, uh, what is it? It's um, um, Bioware Montreal and then the other group, uh, Bioware, something with an E. Edmonton. And yeah, that's it. So apparently, I, I I don't I don't think it was even Bioware's B team that was on this game. It was like Bioware's C team, and the vertical size that they presented to investors and all that looked like this incredible kind of really well made thing. Um, and you know, the, the vertical size for people that don't know are basically kind of the proof of concept for a video game and what you show people to get your money and all that. It looked like it looked like the next step from Mass Effect. Um, and it looked awesome. And people are stacking that vertical slice up against the final product now. And the final product just looks like so bad. And you look at the resumes of a lot of the people that worked on Andromeda. And these people, I think you just have a case of a team that just wasn't ready to work on this thing. Um, their, their like resumes and all that are just so ridiculously thin that there's no way you're going to give them an IP this big. And they were going to be able to do like the job people expect with it. So I'd believe it. I mean, at this point, at this point, I feel like someone in EA has to be going like, how did this happen? I mean, they had no, they had they five years they're not doing that. They're saying we're still going to make a million dollars or millions of dollars and they will. <laughs> so, so they're like, I'm think, glad we we cheaped out. Do you think the problem yeah. is because they're yeah, setting up a, a, a yeah. trilogy again? Because I mean, that's what they're doing, right? I, yeah, I, I just, I've just assumed that like that's what's going to happen. I mean, I don't think any of the problems I've had so far have to do with it being a trilogy. Well, but I, what I mean is, do you think that like they've already begun work on the next game, and like have have, have they stretched resources thin so that they can like? Mm-hmm. I guess the question is, when does Mass Effect Andromeda Two come out? Because I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a year from now. And that it'll be two problem. years because there'll be a year of them selling Rush DLC as well. Mm, I guess that's true. That's fair. Because about a year is kind of where you can kind of get your DLC stuff in. And then they'll, you know, next E3, I would guarantee we see Andromeda 2 and it'll release for Christmas. Hmm. I mean, you know, I, 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 I think I, I, I know I know Doug was partly joking, uh, but partly serious. But I think that's 100 percent what he said. That's all the EA is thinking. EA is thinking that. Um, you know, we put we put a, a team of people that we don't have to treat that well. We don't have to pay that well on it, and we're going to get these idiots money anyway because they're all going to buy it in droves. Yeah, I don't think anybody at um, EA is going to care as long as it sells. And plus, they'll have so many mistakes from this one that they can ship a slightly better version, and they'll think it's a success. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a yeah. game of the year version. Well, I mean, to, and to be fair, like. If you look at Metacritic for this, like they're they're being pretty generous. Like it it's uh So it's that, that actually that actually gives me another huge problem with the game. And and yeah, some people like IGN and all that kind of stuff have given it seven, but 
we're in a space that websites may be about as big as ours, a little bigger than ours, less big than ours, are just creating reviews now that are pure click clickbait for the sake of um, getting on Metacritic. And what they do is that they will create these reviews. They'll like give really good buzz to bad games because they know that will t um, bounce them to the top of the Metacritic reviews and people will be able to see their names first and then they'll go to a good game and they'll trash it. And that will bring people to their website for a different reason. So I don't think Metacritic's even like trustworthy for that anymore. And if you look at it, it's like shit, fucking shit, like oh, Vandals Online. Who's ever heard of that website? Seriously. Yeah. Hey, Vandal Online is very repu reputable. Hey, Jay, I'm a contributor to that, so fuck you. <laughs> that's, where, that's where Doug does all his writing. I do my, it's my pen name, Johnny Mnemonic. Mm, <laughs> no, the author of this review, first of all, this is a Spanish website, which is a uh, little, little curious I, for you, Doug. But uh, I'm black and Spanish. You're, you're Blanish. You. I knew you were yes. Blanish. <laughs> Actually, and your name, your name apparently, your pen name is Carl uh, Carlos Leva. Yeah, and that's my other one. Muchos <laughs> son los sagas que nacieron y macaron la pasada generación de consolas. Poor K. Macaroons. Pero si, yeah, he does say mac. Oh, mark macaron. Oh, I thought I was hoping macaron. Marcaron, eh, pero si hay una de ellas que destaco con luz propia e que nos hizo disfrutar. This is a long fucking sentence. Detona una gigantesca épica opera especial for Mass Effect. Macaron, more like Maricon. Donde está la biblioteca? Doug, I gotta say, this review reads superbly. Thank you. <laughs> I worked really hard on it. Yep. Epica Opera Especial. I'm sure that that means exactly what I think it means. So let's 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 read off the names yes, of some of the the Andromeda page. We have La PS4, uh, COG Connected, Atomics, uh, 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 Gry Online. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. Every I.it Post Arcade National Post. Uh, Forbes, but we already know Forbes is idiots. Uh, God is a geek, which is whatever. Hobby Consolas, J Actu, 3D Hoygos. Boy, a lot, of these, are, possible... a lot of these are 80s. <laughs> is it possible that the Spanish just really love the themes of Andromeda? Yeah, because like going to a going these... to a new, <laughs> almost going to a these... new country or, or galaxy and trying to make a life for yourself. I, maybe that resonates, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, wait, I mean, Michael. I mean, question: no, 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 The new world is pretty hostile. Does does writer have proper paperwork to be in Andromeda? I mean, or have they just gone there? Just boldly... as soon as the local, you know, you run this aliens right at the beginning who kind of look like they might be cops, and they just start shooting at you. I mean, is this the first video game Bolivia has gotten, or something? <laughs> this is about. I don't know, but you're right. The majority of the high reviews are foreign countries because Gry Online's a Polish website. IGN Spain gave it an 85. Uh, Actually, wait. I I think I know why. This is an Italian website. If it's other countries, they're probably like, "Oh, this dialogue's bad," but it's probably because it's just tra uh, bad <laughs> translation, and they're forgiving. Yeah, I mean, you would be wrong. Actually, Doug, I, I really think you might be onto something there. I, that's I think very you, true. I think you genuinely might be onto something where they're like, "Hey, this isn't so bad for a foreign game." <laughs> I mean, it's not even just that the dialogue, like the voice acting, is bad. 
the things the characters talk about. Jared, you write, so I, I bet you probably know this sensation, like where you write a dialogue between two people and you reread it, and it's kind of like you've written two people who are having a conversation, like independent of each other. Sure, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much like every dialogue I've had in this game so far is I feel like there are two people kind of talking in the same conversation, but they're also somewhere else at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not so much exchanging information as they are telling you, Michael, the story. Uh, or sometimes they're just talking to hear themselves talk, I think. Maybe that too. Are there are there any humorous quips? Uh, sir, You know, I'm so out of touch that maybe these are things I'm supposed to think are humorous quips, but it's to the point where I don't even, I don't think so. I don't think these are, I don't think they're things that I, they thought I was supposed to think was funny. So there's no real, there's no real knee slappers like a bomb made of bees or anything like that? No. In fact, actually I was thinking, you know, Inquisition dialogue felt pretty good compared to this. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can can you give like an example? I mean, not that, not that, I guess, I guess there's tons available. Do your best writer impression. I have to go to the spaceship. <laughs> that was a little too good. So, uh, so Jay, <laughs> earlier on this week, linked like one of the Romans parts. And I remember like I told him in the other chat that uh, basically, if you just had a different voice actor, that would have been Sam Brannigan. <laughs> like, it's the yeah, way Mike, that I would like that, though. Yeah, I did. I mean, that, that would be a Don't get me wrong. Fighter. But well, I, I think what he was getting at was that, like, like Ryder's being trying to, trying to be completely earnest when she's like flirting with this girl, mm-hmm. but it really just came off as creepy and sexual harassment. Right. <laughs> that's it. Like, I mean, if they had a better voice actor, it could have been Sam Bernigan, Like, no problem. I don't think I've, I'm working with anyone who's going to be part of my permanent team so far. But the way I interact with them, I might as well just not even have people in the team. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna ban Cora or Liam? Uh so Liam Liam is a uh like he's a dude. Well yes I know but he's the black dude. Is he gonna be sticking around forever? He's one of yeah he's a permanent party member. Uh so is Cora and those are probably the two you've met so far. Yeah and they're both very bland. Well, they're the regular old human characters. They're Ashley That's and Caden. True. You remember how great Ashley and Caden were. Like, the only defining trait that Ashley has is she's racist. And that's literally <laughs> I mean, compared to the guys I got right now, I, I feel like Ashley and Caden were pretty uh, I mean, I guess pretty enjoyable party members. See, I guess see, she's that's hot, the, too. That's the thing. It, it, like, at least with Ashley, you could tell her, you know, this is, this is, this is why your racist views are fucked up. And she's like, oh, you have a point. It's not like... You know, she wasn't. She didn't have. She 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 wasn't racist. And then you went to her, and, and she was like, "No, no, you didn't quite understand. I'm not a racist. I'm just a human nationalist." Boy, what That's a all. what a high maintenance bitch, though. She gets put in the hospital, and if you don't go visit her enough, she shoots you. Well, does that happen? Yeah, that's that a lady for you, Jared. Yeah, I was gonna say she's a woman. Come on now. <laughs> How long have you lived on this planet? Uh, I mean, long long enough to know that you visit your lady when she goes to the hospital, I guess. If I have to. So, I don't know. It's pretty bad so far. I'll play more of it and maybe it'll so, a little bit. How, how's, I mean, you, you mentioned the combat's also bad, but I'm wondering, like, how, how does it look like? Because 
Mass Effect 3 combat was nothing to phone home about. Right. I mean, it was uh, it, it was it was okay. Like it worked. Yeah. Is that pretty much where uh, we're at? Like it works. I feel like it's. I mean, yeah, it works. I, I haven't played the combat yet. I've only played a very like five minutes of it. But one oh, you thing, haven't? I I bought it. Oh. Um. But one Sorry. of the things that <laughs> one of the things that I heard is that you can't even use your team members to like trigger cooldowns, or you can't you can't use any of your team members' abilities. They just do it all on their own. Oh, and yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, uh, that's pretty uh, well, shitty. Yeah, uh, that makes total sense though. Like, could you could you control teammates in Inquisition? Yes. Good. Yeah, you tell them what to do. Oh, okay. Well, well and like know. in three, that was like kind of a big part. It was like you know you'd use one of your you know flame combos, and then you'd have one of your biotics people do something, and then it triggers the super damage. That, on that's what I. That's what I yeah, that sounds that sounds hard to program. Yeah, yeah apparently it's. They couldn't have just stolen it from the last game they made, but I guess, you know, that's hard to port over to the new system. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. you're getting a port. You you are getting a Mass Effect original trilogy port so that you can relive the masterpiece, the clusterpiece. Oh, God, I can't wait. Actually, I mean, it sounds like there will be an improvement. I have another question because I feel like the very first Mass Effect had probably one of the greatest like RPG soundtracks of all time and then in Mass Effect 2 they completely gave up or just <laughs> what they had in one. Um how's that going in Andromeda? I don't know is that I've noticed there is music in that game. The trailers okay, for, that that question. The trailers for Andromeda had some Mass Effect 1 tracks in them which I thought was a little promising but um I guess. the soundtrack is by DJ Tiesto. Oh at last <laughs> <laughs> At last, we get DJ Tiesto in his true calling, uh, video game soundtrack creator. Great. Okay. Well, so. Um, well, as long as JG Icefish sings the closing credits song. So here, here's my question. Then uh, my my last question about it is: Are you are you gonna are you gonna finish it? I'm gonna play more at least and see what happens. I'll I'll probably have more to talk about next week. But has what at, you've seen so far shaken your confidence that you will finish it? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it better than Revolution sixty? I don't know that, what what. Well, that doesn't help. Don't us. be me, Jay. <laughs> if you, I will probably finish it. Well, I mean, you you have to because you bought it. So I bought like three games a year. Yeah. So yeah, this so, is I gotta finish it. This is pretty much. But you buy like, three games a year, and this is like one of your three. Well, I not. I don't I know, know, man. I don't know why what's wrong with Doug. He likes Mass Effect. Leave the boy alone. We all like Mass Effect. I and don't. Then, you know, we you didn't like Mass Effect at all. I don't like Mass Effect anymore. I think that retroactively. I, but I thought you like. I, I thought you liked the the first one. I like no, two. Nothing? No, I like two. Two's the only one of the very few games that I've beaten twice. It, it goes onto a very small list of titles that I have uh, beaten more than once. Uh, so kudos to you, Mass Effect 2. I think Mass Effect 1's a bad game. I don't think it's fun. It's boring. I think Mass Effect 2's pretty good, and I think Mass Effect 3 is one of the worst things to ever happen to anyone ever. And uh, I, don't, I don't think I had such an extreme reaction to the Mass Effect And And Andromeda is just is basically it's dead to me now. Like, don't even bother. If you're thinking of going and playing Mass Effect, just don't don't worry about it. Go watch a Star Trek, you fucking nerd. Like, you don't need to you don't need to play that. I mean, you might as well at this point. Yeah, just watch uh, watch one of those uh, watch one of those Star Trek Voyager episodes. That's the good one, right? 
Yeah, yeah Voyager's the worst one. Is Voyager the worst one? I really wouldn't know. Ugh. Voyager yeah. had uh, seven of nine. I don't give a shit. The the show sucked. <laughs> it's Deep Space bad? Nine. It wasn't. I mean, oh at yeah, first, Deep it wasn't Space, that bad at first. Deep Space Nine had Quark. And, Deep Space Nine was dope. And uh, Deep Space Nine was was good. I don't. I don't super love Captain. Star Trek. As long as you don't watch the one by Justin Lin, it'll be fine. It'll all be fine. Just don't I, watch the last movie. I did watch it, and I was really confused for a lot of it. Like, <laughs> that's uh, right. I mean, that's like kind of. It was how, bad. Uh, see, this is what you do when you get a movie. When you when you get a really big name kind of professional actor, um, you put him in weird makeup and give him a weird voice for about two thirds of the movie, and then for the final third, you you reveal that you go, oh, I had this big actor all along, <laughs> and that's how you make a good film. Hey, hey, they also had. Chris Pine, and he's a national treasure. Yeah, that's true. I he was good in that one movie. I mean, yeah, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to deviate, but it, it is uh, very incongruous because that movie scored like super high on Rotten Tomatoes, and I thought it fucking blew. I was so bored I, and confused, and did I was not bored, care. confused, and Justin Lin's like directing made me want to vomit. It gave me vertigo. And then at one point. Kirk like jumps a motorcycle, <laughs> and I mean yep. what? And then not only not only does he jump a motorcycle, but he has to pipe. What 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 song is it that they have to pipe out? Oh of yeah, they have to they have to play the Beastie Boys sabotage, which I was convinced <laughs> was just going to be for the trailer. I thought they were just having fun in the trailer. It's like a really important aspect it's, of the movie. It's really important. Like plot the beast, the, the Beastie Boys are like critical to the plot of Star Trek, whatever the hell it's called. What the fuck? Why do you guys keep watching movies? I don't know. <laughs> Hey. It's like I don't know. I just wanted to see like like Beyond and oh my god. At least we I got like Fast and Furious. Girl. The Alien Girl out. was good. Yeah, I'm, look, of... I'm looking forward to more Fast and Furious. <laughs> I saw I saw that trailer. The fate, Boy. The fate Star of the Trek Furious. Fast and Furious. Is that what's that called? Was... Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Oh man, F8, you Those get it, guys. That, that marketing team. I hope they are getting paid well because <laughs> guess what? <laughs> they are. Vin Diesel went rogue. They're earning really... every penny. Is that what? Is that the plot? Vin Diesel went rogue. Yeah. Vin Diesel goes rogue. Yeah, yeah, what? but you know that he's not. You know he's doing it for family. He's it's a triple come, cross. He's it is. Back. It's a tri- it's a triple cross for sure. Yeah, because Vin Diesel is all about family. You're right. I saw a movie over the weekend and that trailer played, and I'm pretty sure I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" What movie like, did you see, Doug? Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I actually saw two. We went to see Beauty and the Beast with my wife's work, and then I went and saw Logan. Oh, how was Logan? Logan's good. Logan, Logan was dope. awesome. Yeah. Was like, awesome. I was like, Wolverine needs to be yeah. more rated R because he is yeah. like just cutting people <laughs> up. Does that, he, I, I does he stab like motherfuckers? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. It's gory as fuck. R, it's so awesome. Huh. Rated R Marvel movies are like the best thing to happen to comic book movies, period. Yeah. Like, every, everything needs to be rated R for now. F- fuck the little kids. Like, and he's swearing up a storm. He's saying fuck this. What? He is? Yeah. He's saying fuck yeah, that. Oh, yeah. And like and like fucking like the, the 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 violence is so fucking like gritty and gruesome and awesome. Like, like he's like, he's like stabs people in the head. And you just like he stabs see people it. in the head. 
he slices he slices body parts off. It's it's like the greatest thing you gotta there say. Are, How weird is this that we've had this character? Two decapitations. We've had this character with knives for hands for like two decades, and we're only just now finally seeing him actually use his knives on his hands <laughs> to do something. I feel like it's like uh, Leonardo in the Ninja Turtles, right? Like he's got the swords, and he's basically going out of his way to find ways not to use the swords to hurt people. <laughs> Like well, never, he uses his his hands to hurt people. I'll never forget in Ninja Turtles 2 when he takes both his swords, throws them into the ceiling, <laughs> hoists himself up, and uses this to kick someone in the face. But you have to admit, you have to admit, that's like one of the best openings to any movie ever. No, it's, that Teenage Mutant Ninja no, Turtles it's, thing. It's, it's great. The whole thing is great. It's a masterpiece of comedy. <laughs> Uh, and it, I'd watch it a million times right now, uh, no problem. Like you could just put that movie on repeat, and I'm good. I don't need to see another movie. So, so can I just point something out? This is like our first non-Oscar podcast where the video game was so bad we had to talk about movies. Hey, do you guys want to hear about Hitman for like five minutes before we go? <laughs> yeah, let's talk sure. about Hitman. What Hitman did I say another movie? video game? <laughs> yeah, Hitman came out, and it, it it's like a it's like a game, and I was I bought it in like December, and I wanted to play it, but I had a, a new computer to build, and I was like, well, I don't want to start the save and then have to go find the save and like move it over to the other computer, and that all sounded like a lot of work, so I just waited, and only now got around to playing it. And um, do you guys like Hitman? Are you Hitman fans? Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna right. jump. I like it. This one's yeah, cool. there's. Oh, go ahead, Michael. You can say they—they always seem to promise me something that I—I'm pretty sure I would enjoy, but never quite, never quite get it delivered. There's so I'll say this: the series has most of the same problems that it has always had. Like if if there's things that you've been frustrated with in Hitman in the past, I think you're probably still going to be frustrated with them. Uh, like yeah. if, if you want to get really mischievous and have a lot of fun, a lot of times it's just not super clear on how to do some of those things. Um, mm -hmm. so for example, you can poison almost any, well, I shouldn't say almost any, but you can, you can poison like a lot of food in that game, but how do you get the guy to eat the food is a fantastic conundrum that you run into. Uh, mm -hmm. and I've killed a lot of people on accident. Like I'm basically like a maniac poisoner, <laughs> just running around poisoning all kinds of things and just hoping that someone will, will drink it. And almost always it's someone else who drinks it. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of waiting for people to like walk into a certain spot. Uh, so I, well, so first of all, uh, the game sets you up with a mission, where, and these, they're these huge elaborate missions where you have to kill this, these targets, and you can finish them really quickly. Uh, but the way that the game kind of tries to draw it out for you is it offers what they call challenges, where it basically lists out all the different ways in which you could kill the person, and you're encouraged to actually replay the mission and see if you can get those other ways. Um, and every time you beat it, they give you new stuff. So the first time you beat the mission, they'll give you like a disguise that you can start with instead of having to, uh, you know, get it later on. Or they'll give you a different spawn point. Like this time you come in from the basement instead of starting out on the street. And um, it, it actually works better than I thought. Like I've replayed a couple of the missions more than once. And that is not normally something that I would do. Um, but mm. there's some pretty creative ways that you can execute people. And uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun to go back and like try and figure out how to do some of them. Um, but having said that, like uh, some of them are just annoying. Um, two uh, two thoughts. One is 
there's this uh, fashion show that you go to, and uh, one of the ways that you can kill this guy uh, that you're assigned to kill is you can... There's there's a spot where he walks where there's a, a power strip in a puddle, and if you get a screwdriver, you can go over and like loosen the wires on the power strip so it makes an electric puddle for him to walk through, and, and that'll kill him. Um, the problem is is that he only seems to walk through that puddle one time, and I followed him in like three loops around the building, waiting for him to walk in it again, and he never did. And so it's it's stuff like that. And eventually, I just well, got well, he stepped on the same puddle twice, man. Eventually, I just got frustrated and stabbed him in the back while he was walking down a hall where no one was. So like, I set up this big elaborate kill, and then I got annoyed and just stabbed him. In like- yeah, I feel like that's a lot of Hitman for me. Is going through all the steps to get that sweet, you know, stealth kill or what have you and getting frustrated and then just shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of things where you have to have like a certain item in your inventory. And so like there's a part where I saw a really great opportunity to drop a chandelier on this guy and I was so psyched for it. And then when I went to the gear that I needed to, to unhook to drop it, I needed a crowbar and hadn't found one. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a little stuff like that, uh, that, that can get kind of obnoxious. Um, it's still, it's probably, so far at least, I've, I'm, I'm about four hours into the game, and I think it's probably on par with Blood Bunny, which is definitely the That's best Hitman in, in quite yeah. a while. Um, there's there's some goofy stuff and some weird things, but for the most part, it's it's actually pretty solid and, uh, and, and really pretty creative, um, a, a pretty good time. Uh, th- there is one thing that I'll point out that's really weird, which is... You can pick up items and throw them pretty much freely. Like any item you're holding, if you just right click, it'll bring up a target so that you can throw it. But the hitman th- throws things. That's not his name. His name's um, Agent 47. Agent 47. That's right. Agent 47. Let's just call him the hitman. The hitman, <laughs> he's he's very casual the way that he throws things. And I, maybe I'll need to show instead of, instead of tell... Uh, but yeah, mass effect. But basically, like, I picked up a fire extinguisher and decided to knock this guy out with it. And uh, I literally just do like the most casual. It's almost like he's throwing his keys on the bed. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just the most casual throw ever. And he hurls this huge fire extinguisher at this guy's head. And well, Jared, if, if Agent Forty Seven used all of his strength, he would just blow the guy up. No, really, like throw. no kidding. I, I'm serious. In uh, in Band of Brothers, there's a there's a guy that they talk about, and and he's he's based on a true person, I guess. Who in World War II, he was like this famous football player. And he would throw grenades so hard that they would just explode on impact when they hit whoever <laughs> he was throwing them at. And uh, I seriously think that's like Agent 47. I think that if he <laughs> if he threw the fire extinguisher as hard as he really could throw the fire extinguisher, it would probably just pop and, and blow up. Every throw slightly slows the turn of uh, the world. <laughs> yeah, like Superman. Exactly. Um. Oh, I would make one comment, which is I have no fucking idea where we are at in the story. Uh, this seems to be a prequel, but I thought they already did a prequel. I don't understand any of what's going on. The game I mean, I don't think you should play Hitman for the story. You definitely should not, and you should not play this one for the story because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, you're just meeting the person who you kill at the end of Blood Money, if memory serves correctly. Uh, so obviously it's out of chronology. I, maybe it's a reboot. I don't even know. Um, you have a barcode on your heads already. 
And I got to say, Agent 47 really looks like someone who you should be able to remember what he looks like. Like, <laughs> of all the people who could sneak into, like, a closet and get in someone else's clothes and come out, like, the bald guy with the barcode on the back of his head really just is not... Yeah, I never made a lot of sense. You'd think he'd grow some hair, you know, or maybe at least get, like, an elaborate wig collection to help him blend in, but he he doesn't seem concerned about that at all. Maybe they just think he's a cancer patient and they feel bad for him, so they just let him wander around places. Like I just let him through. Actually, I like to. I, I wouldn't mind imagining things that way, where Agent Forty Seven's just like this autistic kid, and everyone set up these fun games for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> they feel bad for him. <laughs> That's nice of them. Uh, the, the sweet people. But yeah, I mean, like I said, when it, when it works, it really works nicely. Uh, and you feel pretty satisfied in, in what you've done. Uh, there was a, a guy who I just did a mission for who um, the you you can you can listen to like conversations and if you overhear a conversation that's relevant to how you're going to kill someone, um, it'll let you track it. It'll actually pop up and say like this is important. Do you want to track it? And so it'll give you some objectives. Um, but I was able to kind of uh, change those objectives a little bit. And so like, I, I snuck into this building and disguised myself as a cook. And while I was sneaking through it, I found some cans of expired spaghetti sauce. And uh, I actually eventually like went into the kitchen and made some gross spaghetti sauce and gave that to the guy. And uh, you know he, like, he goes off to the bathroom to throw up or whatever. Or no, he went to a cliff to throw up. That's, that wasn't a good place to go. Uh, because I pushed him off. Why did something happen? Yeah, I pushed him off the cliff. It was um, next that night. I actually I had to reload and choke him to death because I pushed him off the cliff and he lived. He just tumbled down like a fight. <laughs> and he just got up like, "Huh?" <laughs> and started started walking around again. Well, that was weird. Time to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it cured Gotta his get some more spaghetti. It cured his sickness. He wasn't sick anymore. So, I mean, I guess that's yeah, So you gave it a solid. So next time you guys get food poisoning, just have someone push you off a cliff. That's my suggestion. That's a life hack, right? Yeah, that's a real solution. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's how right. I cure it not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, it's uh, like I said, when it's fun, it's 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 a lot of fun and it gets pretty creative. There's a guy who he's like some nerd who's going to be flying a jet, and you you disguise yourself as an airplane mechanic and you go and you like hook up the ejector seat and then tell him to come down and test it. And you say like, I've disabled the ejector seat. And then he tests it and you didn't disable it. And he smashes into the ceiling and dies. And, uh, <laughs> you know, th that those moments are pretty great. Why would you lie to him, Jared? That's not very nice. Cause Doug, I'm the hitman. Oh, I'm the, <laughs> I've, I'm the hitman and I've been assigned I, to hit him. I'm not understanding the point of this game. What? The hitman kills people for money. Well, actually, I don't know if he does it for money. I think he might just do it for love of the game. <laughs> for the pure thrill. For the pure thrill. Uh, I'm genuinely not sure. But all I know oh, is this... this killing again. If you see this guy coming, you better watch out. Because he's going to casually throw some shit at you. And it, it might seriously end you. Like, I'll bet when he does throw his <laughs> keys on the bed, it may probably just like break the mattress. Just find a new bed every day. It's like, damn it, another new bed on the on the list. Thank God I got all this killing people money. <laughs> well, maybe. We don't that's, necessarily know. That's right. We're not entirely sure. 
But anyway, uh, yes, overall, uh, so far, it's actually kind of promising. Uh, so I might, if you're a fan of the series, I, I might suggest it to you. Um, it's short. If you just play it, you have to kind of buy into their whole replay the level thing uh, for it to probably be worth like a full $60. Uh, but if you see this thing go on sale, I I might suggest picking it up. Um, it is single player and you do have to be connected to the internet all the time, which is fucking bullshit, though. And it takes a long time to connect for some. So uh, Square Enix game, right? I think so. Yeah, that sounds like. Uh, uh, it sounds like some. It sounds like they're bullshit, doesn't it? Yep. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I think um, I think with that we're probably we're probably past time at this point. Anything else to add, fellas? No, this is a bit of a look. All right, well, cool. We got to talk about one good game and one bad game, and uh, Sonic or sitcom. So, all in all, success. Good game. Well, I want to say since St. Patrick's Day passed, we should never forget the uh, 1,300 Irish slaves that were thrown off a boat during the Zong Massacre. Um, okay. Cool. I never, I never did forget, Jay. I didn't No forget. one cares about the Irish. They're Europe's blacks. No, but I will forget tomorrow. All right, kids. Well, on that note, if you enjoyed our podcast today, you should go subscribe to us on Facebook or Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. Be sure to go check out our website, enemyslime.com, and uh, do whatever the other stuff is. And I think with that, we are out. And be sure to buy my new supplements. Sell it, selling them now on the Enemy Slime website. And get his supplements, too. Hey, actually, I think we still got some shirts, so go buy one of those. Now we're out. Okay, so-